0: All right, what's going on, beautiful people? Hello, how are you? I am well, thank you for asking. My name is Trent Corville. I am the host of this here program, the I'm Just Saying podcast. I am glad you are joining me today. We have a fantastic episode today. We're gonna to be doing a recap of the super wild card weekend that happened in the NFL this week. It was a great weekend. I had a phenomenal weekend in the sports gambling realm, okay? If you didn't know, I was dabbling. I've, I've been dabbling. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I like, you know, I like to be very honest with the listeners of this program. I think, I think I'm very blunt. I like to be upfront with you guys. I've been gambling a little bit. Okay. I've been gambling a little bit and it's been working out in my favor until last night, right? Until last night, I'm sitting in a room with my mother and my father, right? It was about eight Oh five in at night, you know? night's going down. I've probably had about two glasses of wine. You know, I'm feeling good, ready to rumble. And I looked at my dad, looked at my dad and said, dad, I bet on the Steelers to win this football game, but I think the Browns are going to win. I told him that I looked at him. I said, I, I know, sir, this is, this is a hundred percent honest. I said, I bet three days ago that the Steelers are going to beat the Browns in this first playoff game solely because Kevin Stefanski, the head coach of the Browns was out due to COVID like solely because they've had a phenomenal season because of Kevin Stefanski. I truly believe they have great talent, but he has really wrapped the team around like he he's put them together and he's also the play caller. So I was like, there's no, there's no way. And Denzel Ward was out. A couple other guys for the Browns were out. No chance of beating the Steelers, right? The Browns last night after I looked at my father and said, father, the Browns are going to win this football game. They went up 28 to nothing in the first quarter of the football game. Pure and utter dominance by the Cleveland Browns for four quarters of football. Mind you, the Steelers were favored by 6 points. So Vegas and the people that like to take our money over here, right? Had them winning by almost a t- like by, by a touchdown, they were giving the Browns no shot. Right. And you might think Trent six points. that That's not a ton of in the NFL. That's a lot of points to be favored by. That is a ton of points to be favored by. And the Steelers shit the bed, right? They, they looked lost ben Roethlisberger threw 3 interceptions in the first half the first play of the football game was a snap over the 64 290 pounds ben Roethlisberger. he's so fat people don't realize how fat he is he's a good quarterback okay he's a good quarterback he's off the beer and the porn good for him he found you remember you remember all of a sudden after his injury like he comes out and he's like i've found jesus christ i'm not drinking anymore my pornography addiction is gone hey man maybe you want to get back on it because you guys are losing football games right you just got knocked out by the Cleveland Browns in the first round so maybe we need to get back on the porn and booze train okay just being completely honest Ben but here's the thing from the start of that game to the end of the game the Browns dominated and they really showed like nobody wants to play the Browns now I'll tell you that right now. There are two teams in the in the playoffs that nobody wants to play. I'll tell you right now. It is the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Those two football teams, no one wants to see. They are hot. The whole reason the Browns came in firing is because the Steelers players can't keep their mouths shut. A la Juju Smith-Schuster. Hey, pal, get off TikTok, quit dancing around, and play football and shut your mouth, okay? It's pretty simple. And look, I'm all for expression when it comes to athletes and NFL players. Use your voice for change, for good, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I love all that shit. But when you go on team's logos every single week and do the same Corvette Corvette jackass dance that you do... I would want to hit you in the face too, right? I Like that guy, I, his last name's Hill. He plays for the Bengals, number 24. He said before the game, if I see that man on the field, which they will, right? Because he's a defensive back. He's a wide receiver. I'm going to hit him in his chest. He said that to the media. And what happened in the fir- first quarter? Juju got blown up on a crossing route by that same man. You have people who, like targeting you, you don't want that in the NFL. Like the Steelers, it's self-inflicted wounds. They started 11 and 0 on the season. 11 and 0, 11 and 0. They were by far the best football team on offense and on defense. They have T.J. Watt. You got uh, what's that kid? Um, hey, Cameron Hayward in the middle. So many and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, the DB. Phenomenal defense. Ben Roethlisberger leading the helm of the offense. James Conner, Juju Smith-Schuster, that new kid Claypool, Eric Ebron. So many guys on the team, and they just shit the bed. The last six, seven games of the season, they won like two of them. How does how does that happen? What? And I'm a I'm a Mike Tomlin guy. You know, I I believe Mike Tomlin's one of the best you know NFL coaches there's ever been. Truly. But for some reason, he looked dumbfounded last night, truly. Like, it was a shock to the system how bad they were getting beat. By the way, the final score of this football game was 49-37. to So obviously, the Steelers started making a comeback in the end, right? Second half came around, they started making a comeback, as most do, right? I mean, the, the Browns were like, holy shit, I, can't, I, I bet they are like, I can't believe this is happening. The Browns haven't won a playoff game. The Browns have never won a playoff game. For the last 20 years, the Steelers have beat them into the ground constantly. Just beaten them into the ground twice a year. And this season, mind you, the second game of the season, the Steelers beat the Browns 38-7. to So when my betting mind comes and I see that minus six, I'm like, hell yeah! Kevin Stefanski's out? What's going on? Baker and the boys bald. and that's pretty simple. The line, even though they had a few guys out as well, looked phenomenal. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, that is such an underlooked backfield. Nick Chubb's probably the best back in the league right now, and Kareem Hunt is absolutely phenomenal. Them two trading off, and then you got Baker slinging it to Jarvis Landry. Watch out anybody who has to play them. They, they play the Chiefs in this coming divisional round. The Chiefs better be on. They they better be ready to go because I guarantee Baker Mayfield, okay? The crotch grabbing shit talker, right? Baker Mayfield is coming prepared. He's coming into KC ready to whip some ass. Browns beat Steelers 49 to 37 final score. The next game, we're going to talk about the Bears versus the Saints. Now, I watched this game in full and I have something to say right off the bat, right? Taysom Hill, he wears number seven for the New Orleans Saints. He is a backup quarterback slash wildcat slash running back slash tight end. He's kind of like a Tim Tebow, right? I hate Taysom Hill. Okay, And I also am starting to hate Sean Payton because of the way he uses Taysom Hill. Hey, it's pretty simple. You have a 42-year-old Drew Brees who leads the NFL in every single all-time category, arguably one of the greatest to ever do it at the quarterback position, and you take him out numerous times during the game so that your little boy, little Taysom Hill, can get a little run or two or throw a pass. What are you doing? Sean Payton how last night this is this is what sent me over the edge right Drew Brees is driving down the field with Alvin Kamara Michael Thomas is back that kid number 11 i believe his last name smith absolutely phenomenal. He's a short guy. He can run beautiful routes. I fucking love him. I absolutely love him. Drew Brees is slinging it down the field, right? Get money, get money, get money. Sean Payton goes, okay, okay. Let me put my, bu- let me put my Mormon kid in from BYU, this freaking Mormon. Let me put him in and let him run around for a second. You know what he does instead of running? He calls a deep pass play. He calls a play action pass play with a deep post down the middle of the field. Mind you, this post was wide open, wide open to number 11. And what happens, what happens when Taysom Hill, Drew Brees isn't throwing this ball, right? Drew Brees is not even in the football game. The backup quarterback is in the football game. He throws the ball, right? Or attempts to throw the ball. He should have threw it two seconds before he actually threw it. Arm gets slapped. They pick the ball off. What What's going through your head, Sean Payton, that this guy is going to be able to nickel and dime his way down the field like your offense is because Drew Brees cannot go over top like that. No longer can Drew Brees go more than 40 yards. I guarantee it. They're throwing 20 and in for him. You know what I'm saying? Taysom Hill. Yeah, sure. He's young. He can throw the ball a little bit, but you really trust him like that? And look, he started a couple games at quarterback in the last like three or four games of the season or something like that. And he did okay. But he's definitely not an NFL quarterback. Sean Payton, you have Drew Brees. Quit the bullshit. Like, put t- if if I was Sean Payton, I'd put him at wing. I would put him at running back. Yeah, let him do his, you know, when he's in at wildcat quarterback and running to the right, running to the left, power right, you would call that power left. You got the guard pulling. I mean, it's pretty simple with that guy because he can actually move. But when you put him in, to throw pass plays because you think it's going to throw the defense off? Yeah, it did. Devontae Smith was wide open in the middle of the field. That's his name. Devontae Smith was wide open in the middle of the field. And Taysom Hill scoots up twice like he's about to – because he has to crow hop into it. Most, most quarterbacks can stand in that pocket and throw the football 50 yards, right? Taysom Hill's got to scoot up, do his little bullshit, whatever he was doing, and he throws an interception. Sean Payton, what are you doing? Regardless of the situation, right? The Saints were favored by nine and a half against the Bears. It's pretty simple, obviously, because the Bears aren't great, right? They aren't a great football team. Mitchell Trubisky started this game. Mitchell Trubisky is obviously one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Also, one of the worst draft picks to ever happen. You know what I'm saying? And we've had guys like Ryan Leaf go in the NFL. Mitchell Trubisky went second overall. You know who went number 10? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes went number 10. You know who went number 12? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson went number 12. Arguably some of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Mitchell, Chbisky, and the Bears could not get it done. They hung with him for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just because Khalil Mack. Can, Khalil Mack is a game changer. Whatever side of the line he is on, he's going to cause problems. He's going to disrupt The DBs were playing well, you know what I'm saying? But Drew Brees can also – he can't throw the ball anymore, right? He's 42 years old. That's old, right? That's old. I think it's going to be – he's probably going to be done after this. But, damn, he cannot throw the ball anymore. But when he – when he can get it, right? When he can get it up there, he looks like he's throwing freaking shot He's so small, right? He's a small guy. He always leans his head up super high. If you ever notice how Drew Brees throws, he's got his head looking at the sky, basically, just looking straight up at the sky, and he throws a, throws a moonshot, kind of like Russell Wilson. They have to do it. They're small people. So the saints ended up pulling out this game 21 to nine. It was, it was closer than that score says, you know what I'm saying there? It was a late touchdown by the saints that put them up from 14 uh, to nine to 21 to nine. Tampa Bay and the Saints will now meet up in the divisional round in New Orleans. Okay, we've already seen them play twice. They split the season series one and one. Okay, so I think it's going to be it's a matchup of old quarterbacks. You got a 43-year-old Tom Brady who's playing like he's 25, and then you got a Drew Brees who's 42 and he's playing like he's 42, but he's still Drew Brees, so you know him, he's still got the juice. That leads me into my next game. The Buccaneers versus the Washington football team, right? Yay. They don't have a name. They're irrelevant, but they came into Tampa Bay ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like Chase Young. If you don't know who Chase Young is, he is an alien type figure on the defensive side of the ball for the Washington football team. He's a rookie, right? He was taken second overall. He's one of the best players probably that's going to be in the next 10 years, right? He is already a captain for the team. He is absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal football player, right? He was talking smack. He was talking smack when they they clinched the uh, NFC East, right? Which is the worst division, the absolute worst division in the NFL. They clinched the NFC East with seven wins and nine losses, as Chase Young's running off the field, he says, I want Tom, right? Meaning he's talking about Tom Brady. I want Tom. Tell Tom I'm coming in quotes. That's what he said, leaving the field. Hey, Mr. Young, right? I love your fire. I love your energy, but we're talking about Tom Brady here. It's pretty simple. Tom Brady is the greatest to ever do it. You cannot talk like that and not expect to get the brakes beat off of you, which didn't happen, mind you. OK, Washington and the Bucks played a good football game. Final score, 31-23. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Chase Young didn't sack uh, Brady one time. He didn't even get to him, which is really disappointing. You know what I'm saying? Brady's obviously probably going to play another year, but, you know, he didn't he didn't get to him, but it was a close game. The, the Buccaneers were favored by nine and a half as well as like the same as the saints. It was a good matchup. You know what I'm saying? I liked watching it. The kid who was playing quarterback for Washington, Dwayne Haskins, right? He was a first round. (laughs) He was a first round pick to the Washington football team, uh, two years ago, right? First round pick. He gets cut from the team after throwing six pass, completing six passes and completing 15 and throwing three interceptions in a game. It was, it was one of the worst appearances I've ever seen in football. And also Dwayne Haskins after like he was starting for the Washington football team a couple weeks ago, about like a couple weeks ago, Dwayne Haskins was starting. He was pictured in uh, the DC area at a strip club without a mask, right? Hey, Dwayne can't be happening. Right. Hey, you're an NFL quarterback. I get you're trying to have fun. It's a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? We're in it. We're in a pandy. you're, You're trying to get to the playoffs. We probably shouldn't be doing that. Right. Go to Cabo. Go to Tulum. Go to Cancun and have your fun in the offseason, okay? Because America's shut down right now, and you can't be at a strip club throwing dollar bills, Dwayne Haskins. The Washington football team says what? Dan Snyder, one of the worst owners, says what? They cut him. They cut him immediately. Taylor Heineke comes into the helm, right? Alex Smith, he was obviously... By the way, Alex Smith... Round of applause to this guy. He was supposed to never play football again. And now he's playing. It was phenomenal. Good job for Alex Smith. He was a former number one pick. He kind of didn't work out, but it's okay. The Washington football team brings in Taylor Heineke. And Taylor Heineke played for Ron Rivera last year or the year before. Yeah, last year when he was at the Panthers. He played a couple of games in there. Taylor Heineke played a really good game. Mind you, the guys only started one time in his career. And now he's got to play Tom Brady in the Bucks. The the dude had no shot, and he put up twenty three points. Like absolutely phenomenal play by Taylor Heineke. Look, I think the I think the Washington football team is going to end up signing Cam Newton in the off season. I think they're going to pay him a ton. Ron Rivera's there. I think that's just going to how that's how it's going to work out. And I also think they'll draft somebody as well. Just you know, match the two up, and then eventually you know push cam out cuz he is getting older and his shoulder isn't looking great. But the Washington football team played a good game. They played a really good game. Pretty simple. Bucks win 31 to 23. They are on to New Orleans to play the Saints. Next game we got to talk about Rams versus Seahawks. This was my first win of the weekend. I was <laughs> I was so excited. The Seahawks were the Seahawks were favored by 3 points, okay? That's a normal spread for the NFL, right? The Rams were starting a quarterback by the name of John Wolford. He started the game because um, Jared Goff had surgery on his thumb. Jared Goff dressed for the game and was an emergency quarterback. He was not supposed to play. He was not supposed to play. John Wolford takes a mean hit early in the first quarter. Jamal Adams, who is the absolute freak of the safety for the Seahawks, he hit him low. He, he, You don't hit quarterbacks like that regardless if they're running. You don't go down on them like that. He hit him smack in the head with his shoulder John Wolford went to the hospital after that he was taken off in a neck brace like not a not a good move by Jamal Adams right Jared Goff with his huge swollen thumb like this thing is huge now on his throwing hand has to come into the games the Rams beat the Seahawks 30 to 20. I think truly the reason is there's a man on the defensive side of the ball named Jalen Ramsey for the for the Los Angeles Rams Whatever side of the field he is on, okay? And he was covering DK Metcalf for most of the game. I'm an Ole Miss kid. DK Metcalf is from Ole Miss. I love DK Metcalf. He is one of the best players in the NFL. He's He got shut down. He, he was shut down except for that one play where Jalen Ramsey wasn't guarding him, and he obviously took it 50 yards for a touchdown. Jalen Ramsey closes down a side of the field. Okay. There's only, there's few people that have ever been able to do that. a la Dion Sanders, Darrell Revis. That's it, right? Like there's only, there's very few people that he, when they're on the right side of the field, the right side of the field is going to be shut down. It's, you cannot go to the right side of the field, the left side of the field. When we're talking the passing game, you won't be able to go because Jalen Ramsey is going to be wherever he's got to be. He is by far, by far the best defensive back in the game there's not even a question he's six foot three he can run with anybody he was he was running with DK Metcalf all night all night like there, DK couldn't get a step on the guy like he was he locked him down the entire night Russell Wilson had nowhere to go with the football he was getting beat up by Aaron Donald Rams win 30 to 20. they are on to play the Green Bay Packers. Last two games here the Ra- the Ravens versus the Titans, okay? I'm a Lamar Jackson stan if you will. I believe he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. A ton of people don't. A ton of people don't. Everybody says he's a regular season quarterback. He can't throw the football. Even though he won an MVP award and led, you know, he's only lost like 5 or 6 games in his career since he's been playing. But every, and he also led the league his, uh, last year in passing touchdowns, but yet he can't throw the football for some reason that this just baffles me. He is in, he 30 plus touchdowns passing a year, 10 plus rushing touchdowns. And people are like, he's not good. Really? Because he just dominated the Titans on live television, dominated the Titans. Okay. Last year in the playoffs, the Ravens were the number one seed, right? The Titans came in and dominated, absolutely dominated, shut Lamar Jackson down side to side. He couldn't get anywhere. They beat the, they beat the Ravens. The whole, the media decides to spin it as Lamar Jackson is only a regular season quarterback. He can't be clutch in the big moments. They go down to Nashville, Tennessee yesterday and beat the shit out of the Titans. Okay. The score was close 20 to 13, but mind you, if you watched that game, it was utter dominance on both sides of the football. Not only because Lamar Jackson had 200 yards passing and 150 yards rushing for two touchdowns in the air, or excuse me, one touchdown in the air and one touchdown on the ground. By the way, it's rushing touchdown. He took it 50 yards and ran past the entire defense, While he, he runs up the like the middle, you know what I'm saying? This guy is taking draw plays through the middle and taking them 60 yards. That's what running backs do, right? Like that's what running backs do. So people are like, ah, you know, but he was stepping back in the pocket, getting out, throwing the football, looking really good. On both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, the Ravens dominated the Titans. Okay. And we knew the Titans defense was going to have problems because they weren't the same team as they are last year. But Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, who is six foot 10, 300 pounds, and plays running back, he's not actually that. He's six foot five, 240, which, by the way, shouldn't be a running back, right? He shouldn't be able to run as fast as he does. But he, he's the leading rusher in the NFL. Okay. He's dominated everybody. He's had like three, 200 yard games this season. He had 40 yards yesterday on 18 carries, 18 carries, 40 yards. Hey, we're doing math again, baby. What's the average amount of yards per carry? You might ask, I believe it's going to be 2.15. He averaged two yards a carry. Okay. Two yards a carry, had a terrible game. It looked like he wasn't trying. Like there was a point where Mike Vrabel like was just eating Derrick Henry's ear. Vrabel had masked down screaming at Derrick Henry like, "Hey dude, hey Mr. MVP in quotes, get your shit together and start running over this defense." The Ravens weren't having it. They were playing old Ravens football. The Ravens used to be dominant for the last 30 years. Ravens beat the Titans 20 to 13. Next game, final game, Bills versus Colts, okay? I remember a couple years ago when Josh Allen was being drafted to the NFL. The the, uh, Buffalo Bills just picked him up from the University of Wyoming, right? And I was having a conversation at the place I worked with a Bills fan. And I told him, I said, Josh Allen's going to be a really good football player if he figures out how to throw, meaning that the guy can stand there and throw the ball 80 yards, okay? But it's not accurate and it's never like he doesn't have a touch, right? All of a sudden, a couple years later, a freaking documentary series comes out about how Josh Allen's completely changing his throwing motion. I remember telling the guy that this dude does not use his legs to throw the ball, he is all up top, he is all just slinging the football. Frickin' Carson pa- Jordan Palmer, whatever his name is, and Trent Dilfer decide to do what I was saying a couple years ago and make this kid use his legs. And all of a sudden, he's an MVP caliber quarterback. He has a stronger arm than Patrick Mahomes. To, to me, Patrick Mahomes is the pinnacle right now of football. Like, he is so good. Josh Allen has a better arm than him. I don't know if he's as accurate because truly, like, Mahomes can be anywhere on the field and drop it into somebody's hands. He's not as accurate, but Allen is a really good football player. The Colts played him close, though. The Bills were favored by six and a half yesterday. People were kind of shitting on the Colts, even though they won 11 games this season. Like, I, I don't really understand. I get Phillip Rivers, He's kind of sucks. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, but he's really never won. Even when he was at the San Diego Chargers, he never really won. Now he's at the Colts. The Colts played him played him pretty close. Okay. Like they there there wasn't as much offense as I thought there was gonna be from the Bills, but the Colts played them pretty close. The final score of the game was 27 to 24. The Colts defense all year long was very underrated. They went in and stopped Derrick Henry. Like they held him to like 60 something yards during the season. Like they're a really good football team and Unfortunately, their run defense is not the Bills offense because Josh Allen yesterday went 26 for 35, 324 yards and two touchdowns. The kid balled out and he also had a rushing touchdown on the ground. I feel so I'm so happy for Buffalo Bills fans. Truly, they're the they're the craziest, wildest people on planet Earth and they love the Buffalo Bills. I'm happy for him. Now they have to face a really hot Ravens team. Who's won the last six or seven games. I'm excited about that game. That's probably my favorite game of the card. So we've gone through all of the games, right? I've told you my opinions on them. Who covered, who didn't cover Juju Smith, Schuster's a fraud. I've told you all of it. Now we look to the next round. Okay. That's what we do. We're going to look to the next round. We're going to go through the games real quick. And I'm just going to give you the God honest truth about every single game. Browns versus Chiefs, right? The Browns are super hot right now. They put up 47 points against a really good Steelers defense. However, the Steelers were lacking in the last 10 games of the season. This is going to be a close one. This is going to be a really close game. You never know weather-wise what's going to happen in Kansas City. It's only like It could snow. It could rain. We we have no clue. I think weather might play a part in this game, right? Chiefs are going to win a close one. I think I truly think the Browns will keep it within three. I I think this is going to be a down to the wire. Browns are uh, Browns are going to be up early. They're going to have a lot of momentum, and Patrick Mahomes is going to say, "Okay, let me strap the cleats up real quick." Tyreek Hill run down the sideline, run past everybody, and I'm going to throw it 80 yards, and we're going to do that three times, and then win the game. That's what Andy Reid does. Like they'll be behind 17 nothing, and immediately score three touchdowns. Like immediately, Travis Kelsey down the middle, bam, Tyreek Hill down both sides. Bam, bam, bam. Touchdown. Chiefs went in a close one, right? Packers versus the Rams. Aaron Rodgers is obviously the MVP of the season has played phenomenal. I love Aaron Rodgers. I'll be pulling for Aaron Rodgers. Like he he's my guy. I truly think that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. And it has been for the last 10 years. There's nobody that has thrown the football better than him. It's true. From a th- like th- accuracy throwing quarterback standpoint, nobody compares to Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady doesn't, Drew Brees doesn't. There's nobody who plays the game like he does. He plays the game on his toes. If you watch Aaron Rodgers, he's cool, calm and collected, never gets pissed off. He's so he's so like mild-mannered. He puts the ball in windows that other quarterbacks can never imagine putting the ball in. Packers are going to win big, okay? Packers are going to win this game by 14 points. I guarantee it. Next game, Saints versus Bucks. The Bucks are a really hot football team. Antonio Brown has had four touchdowns in the last four games. He's getting hot again, and so is Tom Brady. And people forget who those two are. At Antonio's peak, Antonio Brown's peak at the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, he was the best player in football you'd have to have three guys covering him, and most teams did. Most teams had a corner and both the safeties spying Antonio Brown the entire game. And guess what? He would still weave his way through you, get behind you, and score a touchdown, much like Tyreek Hill does. He's getting hot. Tampa Bay is getting hot. They win by a touchdown. Saints go down. Drew Brees retires. Taysom Hill takes over. The Saints are never going to be good again. Next game, final game, Bills versus Ravens. This is a really tough one for me to think about because I'll be pulling for Lamar and the boys. That's a, that's no doubt in my mind. I am a Ravens guy right now. Right now, I'm a Ravens guy. Unfortunately, I think the Bills are going to win. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think a lot of points are going to be scored. Um, the Bills are going to pull this out, and they're going to pull it out by a score. Josh Allen's going to start throwing the ball to Stephon Diggs late. Marcus Peters, the cornerback, he's their main corner who will be on Stefan Diggs mostly the entire game, is known for getting, you know, ba- he's known for getting baited. He's known for being taken in and getting you know thrown over the top. And that's what Josh Allen does. If, if, if Stefan Diggs has a step on anybody, he's going to throw the ball 80 yards down the field for a touchdown. Pretty simple. Bills win in a close one. That's it. I just gave you a recap of every super wild card weekend game and my picks for the divisional rounds. Okay. My name is Trent Corville. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate everybody listening to this episode. Do me a favor before you exit this program, subscribe to the podcast that really helped five-star rate the podcast. That's very important for us. And share it with a friend. If you think a friend would like to hear what I'm saying about certain sports and certain sporting events, you send them over to the I'm Just Saying podcast. It's pretty simple. It's on all platforms. Every single Thursday, we're coming at you with some heat. My name's Trent Corville. Thank you so much for listening. Peace and love, everybody.